In our gospel today, we heard that Jesus wants his disciples to be salt and light to the world. Those disciples are you and me, and our world is wherever we go each day. We bring the good news of Christ to all whom we encounter. Knowing and sharing Christ is the essence of our discipleship. So to help us understand how we do this each day, we are happy to welcome Sarah Hart, who will be our presenter for a parish mission this week on Monday and Tuesday evenings. Sarah travels extensively, giving parish missions, con concerts, and special performances. She even performed for Pope Francis in St. Peter's Square with over 150,000 people in attendance. She not only lives her own role of disciple through sharing her beautiful music, but in her cherished role as wife and mother. So we're happy to present to you Sarah Hart. So Sarah, where are you? Welcome. everybody. How are you today? It's so nice to see you. It's so nice to be here. Um, you have this incredible thing in Florida called the sun. I like it. I like it a lot. Would you do me a favor and turn to somebody next to you and say, I am so happy to be with you on this journey. Go just tell someone. So this morning I want to talk to you just a little bit about discipleship and about today's gospel. Um, it's a beautiful illustration and Jesus uses these two interesting um, points, talking points, to talk about how we be disciples. And that is salt and light. And I'd like to tell you my story of salt and light and it's also known as a tale of two grandmas. So I just want to tell the story of my grandmothers. My grandma Rosie, um, she was salt in my life. And she was actually a very salty lady. Um, she was what I like to call a scary Catholic. I don't know if you know anybody like this, but if it's like, if she said, when was the last time you went to confession? You were just like, you froze in your tracks. And she would just tell you point blank, you need to go to confession, you know, like that kind of person. She more than one occasion dragged me literally by my ear to the rosary or to the Stations of the Cross. But she was a holy lady, and she loved the church, and she was devoted to Christ. And um, I have a great story about Lent. You know, she always, she was actually a chain smoker, and every Lent she would give up cigarette smoking. Every Lent. And she was super grumpy for like the first, you know, 39 days of Lent, and then... Um, but she... She would always give it up. And then on Easter morning, my sister and I, we would wake up and we would go diving for our Easter baskets. And I lived with my grandmother growing up. So my sister and I would be six in the morning in our chocolate. And I would look out of the glass doors that led to our, our side patio. And there would be my grandma right there. And she'd be like this on the deck with her cigarettes. <laughs> And then she would turn and look at us through the glass and she could see us and she would go, Jesus is risen. <laughs> she was a salty lady. But she led me truly to church. 
And she led a lot of other people there too. My grandma Hart, who I also lived with, my great-grandmother, she was my grandfather's mother. She was a very holy woman as well. Loved the scriptures, loved Jesus in a very quiet, very gentle way. She'd had a lot of tragedy and suffering in her life. But she wore the Lord in her expression and in her eyes and in her words. And my grandmother, my great-grandmother was Presbyterian. My grandparents eloped um, because he was Presbyterian and she was Catholic, and back then that was a mixed marriage, right? So, um, so she was Presbyterian, and she never really got used to the idea that the family was mostly being raised Catholic. And she loved me, and I think she worried about me. And so when I was a little girl, she used to whisper in my ear sometimes. She would say, Sarah, come to my room. And I would go to my grandma's room, and I knew what it meant, because she had candy, and she would give me candy. And she would say these words. She would say, sit at my feet. And so I would sit at my grandma's feet. And I can still smell what my grandma smelled like. Every time I smell lavender powder, that's what my grandmother smelled like. And I would sit at my great-grandma's feet, and she would read to me from scripture while I ate candy. And that is how I learned to be a lover of scripture, eating candy, <laughs> listening to my grandma, and learning to memorize the scriptures. And she was light in my life. She wore her faith like light. What is this concept of discipleship for us? Well, you know, when Christ talks about salt and light, Christ never, he never wasted a word. He spoke to the people right where they were in a way that they would understand. And so you have to think about the time and what salt and light meant to people back then. Um, as for salt, you know, there was no refrigeration. So when Christ used the word salt, people understood it as the only preservative that they had. So in order to keep food from spoiling, especially fish, because this was a very big fishing society, um, people had to use salt. And they would use the salt on the fish to keep it from spoiling. So when Christ was saying be salt, he didn't just mean like, you know, season the lives of people. He literally meant keep them from spoiling. Help preserve them. Help preserve their souls. Help keep them from being stinky human beings, right? That's literally what Christ meant. Be salt in their life. Help preserve their morality. And when he said light, we have to remember that this is a society where there's literally no light, right? There's no electricity. So all they have is candlelight. All they have is fire. And a lot of people that he would preach to were nomad, nomadic workers. They were shepherds, they were fishermen, they were carpenters who had to travel to other towns. So there was a lot of nomadic work. And if you were working somewhere far off and it turned dark, it was dangerous. The desert was a dark and dangerous place. So you would literally look for a city on a hill because you knew that was a place to follow. If you saw homes lit up, you knew that was a place of safety. That was your beacon. So he wasn't just saying, be a light, you know, make sure that, that your light shines. He was literally saying, be somebody's beacon. Be the place that they can look when they're in total darkness. Be the place that saves them, the place they can run. Um, you know, in the Bible, the word discipleship never makes an appearance. We do hear make disciples, and we know that Jesus calls his followers disciples, but discipleship is a very modern term. And I think for me, this is what discipleship 
means in life. It's Mother Teresa, small things with great love. Every time that you choose not to yell at your young person because they got a bad grade on a test, but instead hugging them and saying, it's okay, you'll do better next time and I love you. That's discipleship. Every time, young people, that you choose to walk into the kitchen voluntarily and do the dishes, making your parents wonder what you did with the other person, that is discipleship. Husbands and wives, we're celebrating marriage weekend and every time you look at your spouse and you say, I'm so glad I married you. I'm so glad to be in your life. I'm so glad to have you in mine. That is discipleship. Every time you sit down to coffee with a friend, that's discipleship. Love one another as I've loved you. Be salt in the lives of each other. Be light in the lives of each other. That's simply it. So now would you turn again to someone and say it again, I am so glad to be on this journey with you. Say it again. like the person next to you, don't touch them, it's fine, but we're going to try. We're going to try to be disciples this morning. And as we sing this song this morning, pray this for the person next to you. This is discipleship, being in community, praying for and with one another, that we may all walk and be salt and light. Here we go. May you walk ever in Spirit be with you at all times. May you stand always in the light of God. May you walk ever in the Lord. May you walk ever in the Lord. Amen. Amen. 